Edify means to enlighten, encourage, and uplift individuals intellectually, morally, and spiritually. That's exactly what our Edify podcast guests do as they share practical wisdom on living our faith in public. I'm Scott Landry. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to this next edition of the Edify podcast. I'm here with Monsignor James Shea, the president of the University of Mary. Welcome, Monsignor. Scott, it's great to be with you. Thank you. So when you were named president of University of Mary at age 34, you were the youngest president of a university in the country. You've been there more than 10 years now. What's that journey been like? Well, it's been it's been a tremendous journey for me. You know, I was I, I say that it was a clerical error that I was named president <laughs> because I was unqualified in every single way for that job, except that I had a deep, deep desire to see Catholic identity and education at all levels flourish. And I had been a high school teacher and I had seen the transformative power of Catholic education, not only through my own education at Catholic University and over at the Gregorian and Lateran universities in Rome, uh, but also I had seen it in my own students as a teacher. And so I was just on fire with the idea that the Catholic Church is the best at education in the world and that at the higher education level, we can continue in this new age to make a real difference in lives for the salvation of souls. And so it's been, uh, of course, it was very humbling uh, to make a whole lot of mistakes. Uh, in the beginning, and we've slowly but surely gathered an amazing team of people, uh, and we're educating our hearts out. We've got almost 4,000 students, both on campus and online. Uh, We've got all kinds of programs, I think um, 60 undergraduate majors, 15 master's degrees, and four doctorates going on five. And so it's been a, uh, it's been quite a, a story of growth, and the Lord's been tremendously good to us in the midst of it. So I hear two things about the University of Mary. One is it's a great Catholic university. Mm-hmm. Secondly, that it's perhaps the most affordable yes. university education of any university in the country. Is that because of the Bismarck location that it's you're able to keep costs down? Or how can you make, well, uh, it, with the higher cost of education, how can you make it so? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant because we're recording this. It's, it has to do with integrity and honesty. I don't know what the other places spend their money on. In other words, the, the fact of the matter is that, that we know how much it, ed, it takes to educate a student. And so we carefully watch uh, our sticker price and our discount rate. And, and we believe that large Catholic families shouldn't have to like live in destitution in order to have access to Catholic education. And so part of it, I think, is that it's a, it's a moral commitment. Um, and, and we're a lean organization. So, uh, even though I'm an Irishman, we don't, we don't spend like crazy at the University of Mary. There's that thriftiness. The sisters who founded the University of Mary in 1959 founded the school on this amazing kind of combination of risk and thrift. And it's very interesting. And we try and continue that legacy. The other aspect of it, just to speak pragmatically, is that there are only two private colleges in North Dakota, in lots of places. In Iowa, for instance, you can't take a ballpoint pen and let it fall over without hitting two or three private universities. We've only got two in North Dakota, and we have 11 public colleges and universities, which is the most per capita of any state in the union, meaning that when we're looking at our regional audience, if we keep our prices much higher than the public universities, uh, we're not going to be able to educate any of the students local. At freshman orientation, it's funny, parents come up to me and they're crying all the time. And I always wait to hear why they're crying. The North Dakota parents are crying because they believe that they're going to go broke and they can never buy a boat. <laughs> the, the parents from Minnesota and beyond 
are crying because they can't believe how much they're going to save. <laughs> they're making plans for their, for their lake cabin as a result of their child choosing the University of Mary. So we're really proud of our affordability and we're committed to it. We're the most serious, we're the most affordable, serious Catholic university in America. And we're going to keep it that way. So you're, you've been formed as a diocesan priest, right. most likely on your day of ordination. You thought you'd serve as a parochial vicar for a while and then be named a pastor, right. maybe even to a large parish, maybe even to a parish with a lot of young people. Yet you were appointed to be the president of the University of Mary. How was your job similar to a pastor's job of a big place with lots of young, exciting Catholics yeah. seeking to learn their faith? Well, so there are many ways in which it's not similar. Um, and I think there was a time, um, I'm not really built for self-pity, uh, but there was a time when late at night I'd be sitting in my office completely overwhelmed uh, with responsibilities that were beyond my capacity. Like, I'm not being humble here. They were seriously beyond my capacity. And I had to just pray like crazy that the Lord himself would help me uh, and, and sustain me in his promise of grace. Um, and so I think, of, of, uh, I think that in those moments, um, I thought, gosh, if, if only I could be the pastor of a parish again, because I was one for a couple of years out in cowboy country right before the oil boom. And so I was with these sort of uh, uh, salt of the earth people. I was still teaching high school at that time, but those were happy, happy days in my life. Um, but uh, there are many ways in which it is similar. And so uh, we have this enormous influx of uh, serious Catholic students and to care for their sacramental needs is a heavy lift. It's a joyful, heavy lift. And so I hear confessions. I uh, say mass on campus. I uh, expose and repose the Blessed Sacrament. Uh, I give talks um, and I've got a great team of chaplains who assist me as well. We've got a chaplain for the whole university who I had taught in high school actually. So he was my student and now he's the chaplain. Uh, and then um, uh, we've got a chaplain for our athletic program. We've got about 450 NCAA student athletes and they have a chaplain of their own who's a priest of the Diocese of Crookston, uh, and then the chaplain of the monastery uh, where the sisters live assist us as well. And so we've got a lot of sacramental ministry. So that's one thing. The other thing uh, that's similar about being the pastor of a big parish, I would say is this. The makeup of the University of Mary is unique maybe of like Newman Guide colleges mm -hmm. in that it's not just that we have a large and growing number of serious Catholic students. We also have a lot of students who are coming for all kinds of other reasons. And so there are lots of students who come to the University of Mary because they want a doctorate in physical therapy, because they want uh, to get a world-class business education. We've got the number one nursing program in America. People don't know that. Our nursing program is amazing. Our students pass their NCLEX, which is the board exam for nursing, on the first try every time. It's, a, it, it's an incredible, incredible thing. So people come for those reasons, for the academic programs that we have, or because they want to play NCAA basketball or, or uh, baseball or uh, play on our hockey team, this type of thing. And so... Um, we have an opportunity as a result to be a laboratory of the new evangelization. I tell the serious Catholic students who come to us, I said, I need your help. You're not here just to suck. You know what I mean? On the, uh, on the, on the grand dispensary of truth and wisdom and goodness. I need you to help me to share that truth with others, with all these students who have a chance for the first time, whether they're nominal Methodists, Lutherans, Catholics, or just nothing at all, we have a chance to really wake them up to the truth of why they were made 
And uh, that's the work of evangelization. And that, I think, is what any pastor of any parish in this new apostolic age needs to be focused on all the time. And so I think those are some ways in which my life is similar to that of a large parish pastor. You just recorded an Edify video, Seeing the World as a Catholic. And that's very similar to your theme of reawakening the Catholic imagination uh, at the University of Mary. And you've just launched a project over the last uh, couple of years called Prime Matters that our Edify listeners might want to explore. Can you tell us a little bit more sure. about Prime Matters? Yeah, so so in addition to all the students we have on our main campus, we've got more than a thousand online students. When I go to pray, my conscience has been convicted for a long time that we need to do more for them. Because an online student who's getting a Master of Nursing Science degree or an MBA or who's completing their bachelor's degree maybe in accounting or psychology online doesn't have the same Catholic experience that they would have if they were spending time at our main campus. One of, the, one of the ways that our main campus is so enlivened with Catholic identity is our Catholic Studies program, which seeks to integrate um, Catholic imaginative vision uh, and and Catholic instinct and and insight into every field of human knowledge, art, architecture, literature, history, philosophy, theology, all the way through to unite them in what St. John Henry Newman said would form a habit of mind to see things in relation, the philosophical habit of mind, which Newman said was the end of a university. So we wanted to do that for our online students. So what we've done is we've gathered up a great repository of the whole Catholic imaginative vision in short articles, multimedia, uh, interviews, um, uh, explainer videos, all kinds of different things. And we put them into this massive uh, resource called primematters.com. So it was first of all for our online students. Now it's sort of caught on so that all kinds of people from all over are eavesdropping on it. And we love that. So it's a bunch of free, fabulous Catholic content from a sort of educational, higher education, um, Catholic imaginative vision viewpoint. And we'd welcome anybody to visit primematters.com. Every Thursday, about the time that Chesterton's Pub opens on campus, we send out something which we call the first draft. And we, we spell it draft like, you know, draft beer. <laughs> and so it's the first draft. And it's just kind of a roundup. It wouldn't be as impressive as like Catholic Votes Daily Missive, the loop. Uh, but it, it would be sort of a, a skimming of various things which are happening. Uh, we do something called Lexio Brevis, which is um, an engagement with the readings of the coming uh, Sunday. And then, um, and then we've got sort of uh, links to content on Prime Matters that we put on there too. Fair to say great content for young Catholics, uh, college age, uh, young adult age. Fantastic. And, and if you have the misfortune, I say this tongue in cheek, if you have the misfortune of having a child or a grandchild at a big public university instead of in a faithful Catholic university, this is a great supplement to their engagement with their local Newman Center as well. Uh, they need to get their sacraments, but the sacraments aren't enough in this day and age. They won't, I mean, the sacraments are always enough for salvation, <laughs> but but you need to be able to supplement them with a, with a conversion of mind, which happens. And so if your children or ga- grandchildren might be in that situation, this would be really interesting content for them to take a look at, to supplement uh, their imaginative vision and the conviction of their hearts and minds toward toward Jesus. So that's primematters.com. Where can our Edify listeners learn more about University of Mary on the, on the web? Sure. So we've gathered kind of the Catholic 
uh, highlights for the University of Mary at a place called cometomary.com. So if you type in cometomary.com, which I think is clever, other people it's dispute good. me, cometomary.com, if you do that, you'll pull it all together. Or our main website is just youmary.edu. Uh, and you can find all kinds of things out about our programs, about the work that we're doing. And you can, you can pray for us as well. We're always in need of prayers. He's Monsignor James Shea, president of the University of Mary. Thanks for being part of our Edify initiative. Great to be with you, Scott. Thanks so much. We hope you enjoyed this Edify podcast episode. One great way for you to help us reach more people is to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Thank you.